This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time to spend a few quality moments with uh, Dr. Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. Dr. Wendy, good morning. Great having you with us. Hope you're well on this Thursday. Good morning, Brad. I am very well, thank you. I hope you are too. Yes, January officially finally ended. I thought it would never end. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It went so quickly for me. Oh, did it? Oh, yes. It felt like it was dragging its feet here for the rest of us. But uh, bringing us to the conversation of gut types. For those who missed out last week, we, uh, together with Dr. Wendy, just started this conversation of saying this is what we're going to be chatting about over the next couple of weeks. The first one in the list we chatted about last week, Wendy, was... Uh, the candida gut. Um, this one, and I've been reading through some of the info that Wendy was sharing, and I thought, this sounds, is, is it physically uncomfortable? I would imagine by the sounds of things it might be. Yeah, so I think any of any digestive issues can be pretty uncomfortable, but candida can be particularly uncomfortable because it can affect your gut, but it can also affect other areas of the body. And so you are, um, you have a consequence that spreads and I think that's what, what makes it particularly uncomfortable. Um, when we put the word candida in there, um, I'm going to say, I'm guessing this has to do with a yeast overgrowth uh, of some kind. Can you help us out there? Yes. So this type is related to a yeast overgrowth. And candida is a yeast. It's an unfriendly yeast. And most of us have candida. So, you know, it's not an alarming thing to have. But the problem is when it is overgrown and it's overrun, um, and it does, and it takes over from the other, it disrupts the balance from the other ba- bacteria and yeasts. So we always want to make sure that there's a good balance. So if there's too much of anything, it's a bad thing. So what's causing uh, that yeast overgrowth? So this can happen for a number of reasons. Mainly it's by, confu- by consuming high sugary, high sugar foods. Um, it can be caused by antibiotic use. It can be caused by contraceptive pills, other medications. So there can be several factors that disrupt the yeast balance in our bodies. Uh, a quick question around um, high sugar diets. When you're talking about sugar, we're thinking of um, you know, the sweetness you'd have if you were drinking colas or eating sweets or whatever. Uh, is fruit, for example, which I guess is high in natural sugar, is that included in something like that? Fruit can sometimes be included because fruit ferments quite quickly into the digestive system and that can create yeast. So if you struggle with a candida gut then or a frequent candida or yeast infections, then you might want to consider eliminating fruits as well, especially for a period of time to get that candida back under uh, under control. Um, are there other foods that we could consuming that could also be um, causing problems and causing that yeast overgrowth? Yes. So some foods create a dampness in the body. Um, and those foods would include bananas, wheat and gluten grains, and dairy products, especially um, cow's milk. So those foods would be foods that we would also want to eliminate if we are struggling with a candida-type gut. Uh, What what do you mean by dampness? That's quite an unusual thing. I mean, isn't it damp down there anyway? It is, but in um, in um, Ayurvedic medicine, you have sort of dampness and dryness. Ah. Um, and certain body types tend to be a little bit more damp than others. So yes, it is damp and moist, but in, in the case of a candida gut, it's a little bit more damp. So it's creating the perfect environment. If you think of a damp place in your home or mm. somewhere, mold grows there a lot more easily. 
And it's exactly the same in the, in, the, in the digestive tract and in any sort of moist area in the body. So we're talking here. Yeasts can grow in those areas. Ah. So we're talking here about foods. Um, is, there, uh, is there anything sort of psychological or emotional? Because we've spoken about the gut last week in, in our introduction. And, you know, when it comes to anxiety and, and nervousness, we often say, oh, I'm feeling it like something in the pit of my stomach or my tummy's twisting. I mean, can that play a role as well in this candida uh, gut? Absolutely. So chronic anxiety is a, is a big contributor to candida in the gut, in, in the gut as well. Um, so so let's, let's talk a little bit about um, uh, what I'm looking for if I'm thinking, am I a candidate? This idea of a damp gut makes me want to giggle, but uh, it's obviously quite <laughs> serious. But um, you know, if, if I'm struggling with that or an overgrowth, I mean, what am I looking for to say, all right, I could be one of these with candida gut? So, um, as we said, it does in, in, in thrive in this damp environment. So, you could have, if you have these signs and symptoms, it could be a possibility that candida is the root of those. So, one of those would be having a white coating on the tongue oh. um, that doesn't go away. So, you've constantly got that white coating. Um, fatigue, um, brain fog, those are um, typical symptoms as well. Crave sugars, because candida loves sugar. So, it's going to make you crave sugar so that it can feed itself. Um, joint pains, gas and bloating, um, urinary tract infections, so frequent frequent bladder infections um, is is a, often a cause uh, of candida. A bad breath, hormonal imbalances, chronic sinuses and allergies because this, the, the the yeast can also grow in the sinus cavities, and then food intolerances. This doesn't sound like a very pleasant thing. It's almost like having some alien occupying space inside of you. With the way you're saying that. So if we're talking about uh, sugar, this is where we started, and if that um, yeast loves sugar, I mean, anybody who's tried to do some kefir or do their own kombucha will know the importance of keeping the sugars going to get those yeasts going. Uh, um, would you then say we need to eliminate sugar? Because any little bit you're putting in there is food for the candida. That's right. So you want to do a complete elimination of sugars. Um, and that, as I said, includes your fruits as well. So anything that breaks down to, to sugar, carbohydrates, refined sugars, you can eat your complex carbohydrates, but not your refined carbohydrates. And lots of veggies and um, um, proteins will be fine to consume mm. to try and eliminate your um, candida. Can you test for this, Wendy, just to be sure? I mean, because uh, obviously you need to take pretty drastic action to get this under control. So can this be tested for? Um, it is tricky to test for. Some yeast infections are obvious. You know, if you have a pap smear, for example, you might pick up a yeast infection there. Um, but other than that, it's, it is fairly tricky to test mm. for. But most people who have candida know they have candida. You know, they're aware of the fact that the coating on the tongue is there. It, you know, it feels like you've got a hairball in your throat all the time. Um, you can have other infections in the body as well. So it's it's fairly disruptive. Mm. We're talking here a lot about sugar. I mean, diabetes is something that you might struggle with if there is an issue with sugar in your body. So, so if you are diabetic, would that play? Would a candida gut? Would you be more at risk for that? Yes, you're at a much higher risk for a yeast infection because your body is um, unable to regulate sugar, uh, the sugar balance very well. And so, you automatically have more sugars in your body uh, for the candida to thrive on. Um, and we spoke last week when we introed this, you mentioned that the majority of our immune system is sitting in our gut. So is our immune system adversely affected if there is a candida overgrowth in the gut? 
Yes. So it does. It prevents the immune system from functioning well. It can disrupt our digestive processes. So um, the absorption of our nutrients can be affected. And then it obviously can negatively influence the activity and expression of our genes and our genetic material as well. Wow, that sounds like a really big thing. So we don't have heaps of time this morning, but we need to say, well, if this is a concern or we suspect this is where we're at, how do we turn this around? Okay, so diet is the biggest biggest factor here. So the type of diet that one would want to follow is one that's high in pre and probiotic foods. So that's your your vegetables. Um, I, I would err on the side of caution with fermented foods because you'd have to watch and see it depends on your symptoms. Sometimes the fermented foods can make it worse. Sometimes you have to eliminate the fermented foods initially and then introduce them at a later stage when the gut is in the healthier state. But definitely foods that are um, low in sugar, um, you want to you can you can consume those. Um, you want to avoid refined carbohydrates and um, things like alcohol, beer, coffee, and all your, your grains. So even rice and oats could wow. um, contribute to those kinds of um, the, the you know more ca- growth of the candida. And then ideally, you want to stay away from cold foods or raw foods uh, with this gut type. Um, this gut type prefers more warm or room temperature foods like soups and broths and stews are better options. And then bitter foods like kale and cranberries and green apples and lemons and limes and blueberries, those are good. And blueberries are not as high in sugar. So you could have the, you know, a li- mm. uh, small portions of blueberries with that. Um, and also things like uh, we've mentioned the fermented foods, but you want to go easy on those initially. Then baked apples with cinnamon and coconut milk can be a, can be a nice sweet treat. And baked apples have um, they've shown to have a, a very good impact in the gut. They help to repair the lining of the digestive tract and can be quite soothing for um, an irritated digestive system. Um, are there are there any supplements that we could include? I know we always say you know um, food first and then supplements to supplement, but uh, we, sounds like you might need a bit of help if you're in this sort of situation. Yeah, very often you do need some um, additional help, and there's some great herbal remedies. Uh, you could use probiotics. Um, I quite like the use of Saccharomyces boulardii, which is a, a friendly yeast that helps to switch, you know, swing that balance. Mm. Uh, caprylic acid, uh, caprylic acid you find in things like MCT oil and coconut oil, oregano oil, um, and then you get powder arco drops or tea, which are also great for restoring the pH balance and um, killing off the yeasts. Dr. Wendy, this is kind of tricky because there's a lot of things here in our symptoms list that would indicate an overgrowth of candida that I think a lot of people struggle with. So this seems like a pretty drastic that one would have to go to to be able to find out, am I getting better if I make these changes? So I guess it's best to work with a healthcare professional through something like this. It is. It is good because then you actually can identify what is the problem in the digestive tract. Um, otherwise, we we guess. We mm. think, oh, that sounds like me. So then you try all of those things, but it doesn't necessarily help. So if you do have the guidance of a healthcare practitioner, you certainly will be able to identify more clearly what your gut type is and what is going to be the, the most optimal and beneficial treatment for you, you as an individual. You're hearing that from Dr. Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner, and you can Google her at Integrated Health Solution. Maybe she'll be able to walk you through this journey. Wendy, we appreciate you on a Thursday. Thanks so much for this fascinating topic. We look forward to more gut conversations in a week from now. Pleasure, Brad. Have a great Thursday. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.